You are listening to How Does She Do It? Episode 77. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. If you want to connect with me on social media, you can follow me at Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn even. And when you connect with me on on Instagram in particular, or even on LinkedIn, send me a message and let me know that you listened to the episode. Let me know what episode most impacted you recently. And uh, just, you know, reach out to me because I respond to my messages and I really enjoy connecting with you. If you want to send me an email, you can email Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. And if you would like to join the email list, you can text how does she do it as one word to 444-999. Again, that's how does she do it as one word to 444-999. I want to also thank you for your continued ratings and reviews in the Apple Podcast app. Without your ratings and reviews, other people don't know how awesome this show is. And so I thank you in advance for your five-star ratings and reviews. Now, on a typical episode, I usually do a segment called Just My Thoughts, where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections of something that I came across in social media, in the news, pop culture, uh, or a resource that I've been using. And I will not do a kind of long segment on Just My Thoughts, but I will make a recommendation of a resource that I have used because it ties into kind of how, into the rest of this episode. So um, there's an app called the Street Lights Bible app that is a reading of the New Living Translation of the Bible over some really dope beats. And it's read by some Christian hip hop artists, some just really just on fire for Christ millennials who are just trying to reimagine the way that the Bible is read. And so I have been listening to the Bible for the last couple of days. I listened to John and I was listening to Matthew and in Matthew chapter five, I ended up stopping and listening to Matthew chapter five a few times over again. And I want to read the, the passage from the Beatitudes that really stood out to me the most. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. So as you hear me turning the pages of the Bible, please bear with me. Um, so... In Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 through 16, it reads, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. 
And that's again, Matthew chapter five, verses 13 through 16. And I listened to that on Tuesday and it resonated. And I just wrote out actually my prayer on Tuesday was just, I am salt and light. And so, you know, fast forward through Tuesday, fast forward through Wednesday, and I am on Facebook and had seen kind of posts about the passing of a coach. And I had never, and this all kind of, it sounds random, but I'm going, I'm going somewhere with it. Um, the, and I didn't realize that it was actually one of my coaches, one of my mentors who had passed away. Um, and I kind of came to this realization a few, like, you know, late yesterday, I'm recording this podcast episode on a Thursday morning and I found out this news Wednesday evening. So, um, just so then that, that timing is, is important. Um, so what I immediately, and what I had already been thinking about because, over the weekend, my nephew was born on, actually he was born on Thursday, um, the September 14th. And I kind of was spending time with him, spending time with my sister, thinking about the importance of family and legacy and generations and changing behavioral, generational behavioral patterns and living in a moment such that your impact is felt on generations to come. And as I think about the legacy of my coach, Chris Daniel, as I think about my the birth of my nephew, as I think about the way that the the way that we can take time for granted, I wanted to pose to you the challenge and the encouragement that you are called to be salt and light. And so I want you to think about the way that you are or are not showing up to be those things in your life every day. There is an expectation and there's a default assumption that we have time to do it tomorrow. And even as I recorded a Facebook live last night, and as I do, I, you know, I said, see you tomorrow because I plan to, um, do another live to, you know, today as of this recording. And, and it's not that I shouldn't have said, see you tomorrow, but there's an assumption that comes with that and that I will have tomorrow to do something that I plan to do. And when we think about the bigger picture and the grand scheme of our lives, how many of us are putting off not a small task, but something that we have, a dream that we have, um, a a gift that we are suppressing, a intention that we are not living in because we assume that we can get to it later, because we think that we have the time to work on that thing later. We push off starting it until tomorrow. But what if you started it today? I was listening to, again, timely, listening to E.T. or Eric Thomas, and he has a a, a, a kind of speech that talks about making his mark and how he knows that if he passed away, that the world would have his messages and that he knew that he lived out his purpose on this earth and that people would be able to reference the work that he did for their own encouragement and for their own purpose to move themselves forward. So I ask you, have you made your mark 
are you making your mark? Not necessarily have you completed your life's work, but are you doing what you do every single day toward that end? When I think about Chris Daniel, I know unequivocally that he made his mark. And now I am challenged even more than I was yesterday because I that is the it's so crazy that this was the thing that was on my heart yesterday and that I ended the day thinking about this in a heavier way than I started but am I doing the work that God purposed me for every day such that I can be the light that Matthew 5 talks about that Jesus talks about, that he calls us to be? Are you being the light? Or are you afraid of what your light might bring to you? Are you afraid that people might reject your light, that they might try to keep it under a basket? But you know what? Let them try to keep your light under a basket. Let them try. But you do not be the cause or the reason why your light is kept under a basket. You do not be the 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 catalyst to keeping your light dimmed and from shining because we are literally called we are literally the expectation is that we be the salt of the earth that we be the city on a hill that we be the light in a house that shines before other people and if you are not doing that every day and i'm not saying that it's easy i'm not saying that there are not real world reasons that keep us from feeling like we have that we are worthy of being a light. I'm not saying that there are not real world reasons that keep us from wanting our light to shine, but is it worth the cost of knowing that you didn't do everything that you could have done to impact the lives of other people? Is it worth the cost of knowing that you didn't walk in the purpose that you knew God intended for you? Because that's the that's the the rub, right? When you know that there's something more that you're supposed to be doing and you're not doing it. That's why that angst exists. That's why that feeling of of feeling displaced or like you're in the wrong place that you know that you're in a box because you know that you're meant to be doing something more and greater. Are you taking steps towards your more and greater? Are you taking that basket off of your light so that you can walk and be who God has called you to be? I wanted to show I so again super timely um this morning in the first five app is this another thing that I mentioned that I read the we're studying psalms and psalm 39 talks about um it, it talks it highlighted psalm 39 verse 4 and I'm going to read that to you as well because again when I talk about this is how you know there's no coincidence there's no um, nothing is an accident and nothing is random. Um, so Psalm 39, four says, Oh Lord, make me know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting I am. And then it goes on to talk about the, the devotion in, in first five goes on to talk about time. And it talks about three benefits of time, time limit, time limits, motivate, Time limits free us and time limits force priorities to the surface. So three benefits of time limits, I should have said. Time limits motivate us, time limits free us, and time limits force our priorities to the surface. So 
knowing that your time is limited on this earth. And this is something that we don't like to talk about, but it is such a real reality. I also, you know, a few weeks ago lost a friend from college who was 35 years old. Time is a limited resource. How are you using your time for the furthering of God, God's kingdom through the use of your gifts and through the, the, the use of living in and walking in your purpose? How are you using your time? I almost didn't record this episode and I went back and forth about whether I wanted to give myself quote unquote time to, to navigate my emotions, partly because I was afraid that I was going to get too emotional to even share this. But when I thought about the fact that if I assume that I have tomorrow to record episode 77, if I assume that I have till tomorrow to continue to work on my book, if I continue to assume that I have tomorrow to do take steps toward, and I'm not saying that you have to accomplish the entirety of your plan or your purpose in one day, but if I assume that I have tomorrow to take steps towards the things that I am called and purposed and positioned and blessed and gifted to do, I'm taking, I'm taking this time for granted. I'm taking, I'm assuming that my time is not fleeting. And, and, you know, we honestly don't have time for that because this, this world is, is, this world is, is expiring. Time is, time is, is of the essence. And I am grateful for the multitude of messages that have come for, toward me and for me in the last several really weeks and and more recently kind of more compressed in the last several days about the importance of doing what God has intended us to do every single day. And I'm grateful for the life and legacy and opportunity to have learned from Chris because he did that every single day. His, his life, he impacted thousands of people every single day because of the work that he did because he was refusing to let tomorrow come where he did not work every single day towards the furthering of his purpose in God's kingdom. And so I encourage you to think about your life in, in that way. I encourage you to think about the importance and the necessity for your voice in this world, the necessity for your boldness in faith, the necessity for your gift because God didn't give us gifts and give us our lives and our journeys and our testimonies for them to just sit quietly for ourselves. That's not why he did. That's not why he, he has allowed us to have the lives that we, that we have. And it is our opportunity to live and reflect his goodness in our life such that we can bring glory to his kingdom and inspire other people to live their lives in such a way that they walk out their gifts and purpose such that they too can bring him glory. If you think about that, if you think about the opportunity that you have to impact the life of a few people such that they can then impact the lives of a few people. Like I have been doing this podcast for almost three years to the day and I have been blessed by you all with over 150,000 downloads in over a hundred countries. 
Like that's not something that I take lightly. And that is, even in that season, I have not been as diligent, as consistent as I could have been, but I continue to show up. Why? Because this is not about me. This podcast is not about me. It's about sharing my experiences and my reflections such that it inspires you to be better today. And that is why I do this. That is why I do the work of my coaching. That is why it's important. Things like like Elevate Your Career Academy are so important to me because it is about helping you unlock your greatness inside so that you can be salt and you can be a light that shines in a house and brings glory to our Father. So I thank you for listening to this episode of How Does She Do It? I thank you for your thoughts, your comments, your feedback, suggestions. Please connect with me on social media at Tiff South across all platforms. Send me a message. Let me know how the show is impacting you. You can send me an email, Tiffany at how does she do it podcast.com. You can join the email list by texting how does she do it as one word to 444-999. Again, you can text how does she do it as one word to 444-999 and continue to support I will be hosting a masterclass in a couple weeks. I'll mention it on the next episode. And if you join the email list, you'll make sure you'll be able to get opportunities to register for that. Um, But I am grateful for the opportunity to be salt and light every day. It's a gift. It's not something to be taken for granted. And I really encourage you to remember that you are called to be and that you are gifted to be and that you are salt and light. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.